Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is a party with the Busted Open Nation. Like I said, a little bit different. But I got to be honest with you, Bully and Tommy and Mark. After what we saw last night, I'm really excited for what we're going to see tonight. One hell of an NXT takeover last night. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, going into this, Dave, we were talking about it. I wasn't feeling SummerSlam until yesterday. And then I was like, wow, this is a SummerSlam weekend. It got me so in the mood This from this party, from NXT to some amazing performances. AEW was a great show, and, and today's going to rock as well. So, you know, somebody that we spoke to, let's start it off really quick from what we saw last night. Somebody that Mark and I spoke with on Friday, Tommy, Bully, Mark, what did you guys think of Pat McAfee's performance last incredible. night against Adam Cole? One word, incredible. Dave, what incredible. did we talk about on the show? He's a pure athlete, He's and he showed his athleticism last night. Hey, at, he least, at least a 35-inch vertical, 40-inch vertical. With Amazing. his athleticism, did you think he belonged in the ring last night? Damn right. Could talk the talk, and he walked the walk. He was talk not afraid. He, he, he jumped off the top rope to the floor, which I've never done. He's already got me beat in one category. <laughs> It's going to take a lot of people to catch you. <laughs> and, it's, and it's pretty crazy because people are actually comparing it to Ronda Rousey's debut at WrestleMania in New Orleans. And I don't think anybody ever thought that we'd be making those comparisons today after no. watching TakeOver last night. No. He well actually, exceeded what I thought. We brought her name up last week when we were talking about Pat McAfee. We said, hey, look, you know, Rhonda was able to do it. She was a great athlete. We, you know, we even brought in a couple of other examples. You know, the most famous one with a football player being Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow. I thought Cole was a general last night. We said, well, you, need a, you need a great follower. You need a great leader out there. Adam Cole did a great job. I really enjoyed it. When you, when you, when you get... You know, different ends of the spectrum like we got with Cole and we got with Pat McAfee. You get what we got last night, and I thought it was hella exciting. 
Tommy, what did you think? Uh, I agree 1,000% with uh, Bubba. Pat McAfee stepped up. Uh, talking about athletes, like we said, I said before, too, to be in the NFL, you have to be an athlete. Uh, forget about, you know, A, he's a kicker, he's a punter. He did an amazing job. He really raised the bar for anyone who thinks that they could get into this business, celebrity, uh, or, or just coming in. It was a great – I mean – you, it looked like he was a guy who was well-trained for a long, long time. I thought it was an amazing match. I also thought uh, Killer Carrion uh, Cross did a great job, uh, though he suffered an injury. And uh, another person who I knew would have stolen the show because I used him in Australia in House of Hardcore was Bronson Reed. I thought he did a great job as wow. well. He, he really, really stepped up. Damn, Tommy, you hit all the points. Like, you I'm didn't save me nothing. I'm sorry. Dang, man. You got something left. You, you got a little something, something left. Come on. Okay. Okay. L- listen, I, I, I'm going to go on and, and, and reiterate what Tommy just said about Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee was also, like, if anybody's ever played football, okay, you always have a guy that plays safety, and it's usually the kicker. You put him in the back, and you say, hey, go back there, and if, he, if, if somebody breaks free, you try to slow him down or get in front of him, tackle him, do the best you can do. A lot of times they would drop a guy that was a better athlete, tougher guy to play safety. Pat McAfee would go and try to hit people. He was not yep. always the deep safety in on special teams. He would go and knock the hell out of people. And, he, I, I mean, there's no other kicker I've ever seen do that. So – like, he is that kind of athlete. He wasn't just an average – he wasn't just an average physical specimen and you let another guy go down there and kick the ball or punt the ball. He, he, did, he did it all. So and- let's put that out the window. And as far as thick boy, <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm going to call Bronson Reed thick boy because that's what he calls himself. He put – you know, the biggest thing, his performance was great. But he paid respect to Bam Bam Bigelow and wore his gear and told me, he said, hey, I hope you don't, you don't get offended. One of these days, I'm going to wear a mark. I said, do that, man. The fans going to love you for that. Respect the history. So he's got, man, I, I, I'm so blown away by the, the sentiment of him respecting Bam Bam that I, I would look past a bad performance. But he had a great performance. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, for for me to see Bronson Reed in Bam Bam's gear, to paying that homage, that respect to Bam Bam, because for me, on a personal level, Bam Bam was like one of the guys that I learned so little yet so much from. I'll never forget standing in the ECW arena. It's probably 1996, and I'm lacing my boots. And what I used to do, because I was 402 and I couldn't lean down all the way, is I would pick one of my boots up on a chair, and I would lace my boot on a chair. And Bam Bam, Bam, Bam looks over at me. I'm slurring already. It's, it's going to be a great uh, It's day. already hit you. I saw your eyes start to widen. Bull. Don't worry. I'll hit it again right now. I'll- oh, boy. All right. No, I'm done doing my story. So Bam Bam, oh, that was a wide one. Uh, Bam Bam goes, Marcus, come over here. I want to show you how a big man laces his boots. And and Mark, 
He taught me how to tie my shoes. Wow. He taught me how to tie my boots. Like mom or dad would teach you how to tie your sneakers, Bam Bam taught me how to lace your boots properly at 402 pounds so you could protect your ankles. So when you see a kid like Bronson Reed, the thick boy, doing this, man, goosebumps. I love it when you see the younger generation paying you know, respect and homage to the guys that came before them. The experts of MLB Network Radio. Watch how you're landing if you're pitching. You're not in line. So now you're losing power. You're losing strength. Ryan Spielborgs. You're going to have arm side run. You're not going to be as accurate. You're going to lose power. You're going to lose velocity. That's where we're at. It's no longer a field. Now we can actually take data from force plates that can show you you're costing yourself energy. Baseball talk at the next level. MLB Network Radio. Sirius 209, XM 89. And on this Serious XM app. All right, let's go out to our first guest on our historic busted open SummerSlam virtual party. Let's go out to the legendary, somebody who I know had a lot of huge SummerSlam moments, and Mark Henry's about to pass out. Let's go to the big show who joins us now on Busted Open. What's going on, big show? Hi, guys. How are you? Uh, first of all, how come uh, no tequila for the big show? I mean, you know, like you know, I, I I love it, but you know, Mark, anyway, I, was, I didn't get the I memo. Tommy, to you look fantastic, my man. Well, thank you. You do too. You look young as can be without that facial hair. My God, Love you're yeah. light year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you some bitch. <laughs> you some bitch. <laughs> yeah, the the beard had to go, you. man. The beard had to go. I love you too, man. Bully as always, you know, uh, kicking things off with a blast. I've been watching this and saw you. Getting that uh, tequila bottle, old school style, no cup needed. No, nope. yeah, one for you. This one's for you, brother. You ready? This oh, one's God. for you. Oh, my this God. one's for you. Old school you attitude style. Awesome. Here we go. Here we go. I'm done. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> oh my God. You know, that kind of reminds me of us doing shots in Europe on the Europe tours in the, in the bar, you know. <laughs> That's funny. A lot of fun. Oh, my God, I'm wasted. Well, here we are with the Big Show, of course. You know, not only a WWE superstar, but star of the Big Show on Netflix. And did you ever think... The Big Show show, yeah. The Big Show, yes. Did you ever think... That that was the marketing genius tactic right there, but the Big Show show. They went went all out for that marketing genius. Hey, whatever, it works. It's one of the highest viewed shows on Netflix, so it's working, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's because we've got some amazing fans that really support it, and I'm very blessed and thankful for everyone. And Mark was on the show, so now i just got to get Tommy and Bully on the show, too. So we got to work out a spot. Show, one of the coolest things I think about about your show is, for those who might not have known, you're really, really funny. You're witty, you're funny, you're entertaining, you know, you're you're quick. So to be able to see you on, you know, this sitcom, this show, showing your range, I think is, for for me, it's a big deal because you get to see, fans get to see the side of you that only like me and Tommy and Mark or the boys get to see in the locker room. And I think you're knocking it out of the park. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate it. You know, it, it was a hard sell for a long time because when you're doing TV productions and stuff like that, people are investing production money and time. They want it to be funny. They're, you know, and it's hard to convince 
people that don't know me, like, yeah, I'm big as a house, but I'm funny too. Like, I'm a funny guy, you know, but it's it, funny it how, funny ha ha, a funny, <laughs> yeah, funny ha ha. Oh, oh, well, I make you laugh, you know, and and I got a real bug for it. You know, you guys are drinking Terramont tequila, and I got the bug for doing that live comedy from, uh, you know, our boy Dwayne, you know, DJ, when he did Saturday Night Live. He let us come on, uh, me and Mick and uh, Triple H and Vince. And I heard that. And that's one of those kind of things you don't you don't realize there's something missed in your life till you get introduced to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, uh, pushing and striving and, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease kind of a thing. And then I got this amazing opportunity and I, I can't ask for anything better. It's been great. And, and thank you guys. There's another thing, too. A lot of our guys that people don't know, a lot of our guys are really funny. You know, a lot of our guys are really funny. And that's why this show, um, you know, if we get picked up for season two, I want to bring a lot of the guys on and showcase their their funny talent, too. So Mark crushed it. You know, if you saw the episode with Mark and Mick and Rikishi, uh, my my cast and crew fell in love with Mark Henry. I think the show might get changed to the Mark Henry show. show. <laughs> they loved him so much. I was like, yeah, he's all right. Y'all ain't got to be like. <laughs> Mark is so wonderful. He's so nice. Oh my gosh, he's so polite. You know, yeah, yeah, he's all right. You know, like you know, he's all Not right. Your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll steal your heart, but I'm gonna take your wallet too. Your wallet. That's hey, it. show, uh, show how was it? Too. Show how was it for you uh, the past couple of weeks or so being involved with Randy and Rick and being back in the ring. It was amazing. Um, you know, at this stage of the game, anytime you get a chance to to be part of any storyline, you know, Tommy's got one of the best quotes. He says, you know, we're in a business of getting people emotionally invested, you know, and I love that quote that, that Tommy has. But I got a chance to be a part of that angle. Sure, going out and, and, and working with the, with the guys in the ring, the younger talent, so it's great. But when you can be part of an angle that's got some, some emotional depth to it, you know, the relationship I have with Rick, some of the backstage promos that I was doing with Rick, I thought some of the best quality promos I've done in a long time, just the interaction with Rick and, and then Randy, who uh, I've always been a big fan of Randy Orton. You guys know, like, you know, Randy's like my little kid brother. Sometimes I love him so much. So to be a part of that angle and see how he's really stepped up and come into his own. Cause I, I love personally watching Randy Orton work when Randy Orton's on. Because it's hard to find anybody that makes it look any easier. You know, it's just, he's so fluid. It's like, you know, Bruce Lee and water flows kind of a thing. So now that his promos have really stepped up and he's getting that energy and that 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 passion out. And um, I think it's a beautiful thing to watch. You know, in this SummerSlam match, I'm pretty excited about too with uh, Drew and Randy. Because um, we've all known Drew and what a hardworking guy he is and the fun-loving guy he is. But also Drew... You know, Drew's been to the from the penthouse to the outhouse and back to the penthouse. You know, he's had that full circle run. And I think um, him going away, like there's no saying our business, sometimes you have to go away to come back. And Drew did that exactly. He went away. He learned how to uh, get re-inspired, I think. I think he lost a little inspiration, you know, in the beginning. I think he's re-inspired. He's on fire. He knows who he is as a talent. Um, and I'm really excited to see what these two put together today. It should be an absolute uh, barn burner, in my opinion. Sure, I, I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. He's wasted. Uh, that you love me. Oh and, um, he is wasted. <laughs> we lost Mark Henry. Oh, okay. I remember. I remember. I remember. 
Come on. You, we're live, buddy. <laughs> we're live. Oh, oh, I did we'll do it live. <laughs> you you left and went. And you left and went away and did the Big Show show. But you came back better than you was. How how is that? You 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 lost about sixty pounds. Yeah. And you were up and down. I talked to Timmy White last night. Okay. And Timmy said. Show is show is getting up and down better than he ever did. Well, I've uh, I've been through hell the past two years, Mark. I mean, I had six surgeries in two years on my hip. From the first hip device I put in, I fought surgical infections. Just happens, you know. There's a two percent chance of getting a bad piece of metal. I did um, try to make comebacks and comebacks after that due to debridements. They would cut it open, clean it out, sew it up. The the it's funny the particular staff that was on the metal is so smart um, that there are tiny grooves, microscopic grooves in the metal and the bacteria will hide in the metal and build a shield and outweigh the antibiotic because the antibiotic has like a 30 or 40 day lifespan in the body and it will outweigh the antibiotic to die and then it comes back and works its way to the surface. These are all things that I never wanted to learn in my life that I went through (laughs) in the past two years. Um, so, but now we're lucky, we're all healthy, everything's good, and we're firing at all cylinders. You know, I mean, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but definitely I can get out and, and bump and work around. And uh, I'd love to get on the road and work with some of the younger talent. Like, I'd love to be on a European loop where I can work the same guy 10, 11, 12 nights in a row and really help bring them along. Sometimes TV isn't the right environment to, to help people. It's more of a, it's more like a sizzling steak, like two minutes is done kind of a thing, you know, but on the road, you can sit with them and cater and you can sit with them on the bus. You can sit with them in the arena. You can work with them and really uh, help a younger talent. I mean, the stuff I used to do with Taker, where, you know, I played dominoes with Taker, but the whole time class was going on, you know, those, those are the kind of interactions that, where I think I can help a lot of the younger talent. I hope you can cook your steak for two minutes. You better leave mine on there. <laughs> uh, cut his horns, wipe its ass, and bring it to the table. I'm good. <laughs> and for uh, for all our listeners, man, I've wrestled Big Show when he was hurt, and there'd be times he'd literally be laying in the locker room uh, just to get up. Would he'd be sweating, and yet he'd go out there. His music would hit, and you can never tell. And uh, I've worked with all these guys on this panel. I've worked with he, he's the greatest big man of all time, uh, oh, shoot, Big Show, it. because he could have landed on us wrong. He could have hurt us. And even every time he was hurting, uh, he went out there and performed for you guys because he loves this business just as much as we all do. And uh, I don't get to see you enough. I, I love you, but I just wanted to say that you. publicly because I know how much this business means to you. And, and a lot of fans don't know the pain that you went through uh, to go out there and perform. Well, I, I appreciate it, Tom, but we, we all do. I mean, you, yep. you understand your responsibility, whether there's 400 people out there or 400,000 people out there you know the responsibility of people buying a ticket to go up there and give them the best show that you can. And you know that the guys in the locker room are your teammates. Sure, we're opponents on TV and all that stuff, but we're all team. We see each other more than we see our families, you know? And I know that it's my job to make sure that you're giving me your body. That's another thing where I get hard on some big men that are just are careless with other people's bodies. Um, you won't last long in this business if you're dangerous to work with. Because nobody's going to bump for you. If they're not going to bump and sell for you, you're not going to get over as a big guy. 
you know, because half these gigantic feats of strength that I've done is because you guys have gone out of your way to create those moments for me because you trusted me. And that's that's the thing that younger guys need to understand. It's it's about not doing this job one night and looking like a million bucks. It's about doing this job every night and everybody goes home to their families and everybody gets paid. And everybody draws money and everybody goes forward for a long time. So if that, if you can take that ego out of some people and let them realize that it's a, the, the more everybody works together, the more people will get over it. The better. You know, big show. Appreciate the time. This is our first time doing this virtual party. So for you to be our, well, I don't our think first... you guys should start slamming shots right off the bat. <laughs> I you mean, might right off. Work into it. First segment, and Mark's already gone. But that's why we love him, Big Show. And again, you can see the Big uh, Show on Netflix. The Big have Show. Have I ever drink with you? <laughs> Wait, can you say that again, please? Mark, you're going to get your ass whooped when you get home. You know that, right? I'm just telling you. I can't save you. I can't. Joe, I've never seen him drink have in I, my have life. I drank, have I drank yeah, with you? Yeah, I've drank, I've drank with Mark before. I've, I've never drank, seen him drink ever. Drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but he was drinking something now. real fancy like Cavassier or something like that he was drinking. You know, he's, <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's bona fide. He's bona fide. Well, big show. Drunk. Mark Henry on that crunk. Make sure you check out Rick Hamler and Antonio Daniels on Give and Go. That's not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. We have entered the Twilight Zone 43 <laughs> minutes into the show. I'm a little bit of a rebel here. Stand up, sit down, and put your arms out. Huh. I love you, and I so appreciate your call, but come on, bro. Give and Go, 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern, weekdays on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Sirius 207, XM 86. You know what? Let's keep the party going. Talking about SummerSlam tonight, a match that we've talked a lot about on Busted Open is, of course, MVP trying to capture that United States Championship. So who better to talk about that match with than our current champion right now, the one and only Apollo Cruz, who joins us here. Apollo, how are you, man? All right, he's got that United States Championship. We just have to unmute his microphone so we can. There it is. How are you, Apollo? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just hanging out, getting my mind right, ready to go into battle. So, what can we expect tonight in this title defense with MVP at SummerSlam? First of all, I'm going to say a win. A win is absolutely necessary. This is MVP wants this. This is something that I hold close to my heart. My first championship here in the WWE and I'm, I'm just not ready to let it go yet. So uh, I'm, I'm fighting to the end and uh, I'm coming out victorious and that's just what it is. Apollo. I don't, I don't know if you've had a big, a bigger fan than me. <laughs> I know. I know. Right? Man. <laughs> oh man. And, oh, and man, I've been, music. not only am, not only am I very, uh, what's the word? Um, the, the putting you, uh, the, a guy that put you over a lot, but I've also been real critical. I've always been a guy who's like, I want to see the unbridled, unapologetic, the the dude that want to slap shit out of people. Yeah, yeah. Am I am I gonna see him tonight? Am I gonna see you act like you don't have respect for him? You gonna see it? I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want you to be nice. I like you. I know you're a nice guy. That's nice don't gonna, sell tickets. That's not gonna nice I, don't sell tickets. Say that shit again, bully. <laughs> nice don't sell tickets. <laughs> I love it. It's time. It's time. 
that smile, I think, you know, uh, I, I do enjoy a smile. I enjoy having a good time. But uh, when it's time to beat some ass, I think uh, I think that time's a night. And I think the smile is, uh, you know, people know the smile is nice and all that. But I think it's, I know it's time for that to go away. And like you said, Mark, I know it's time to go out there and, and just whoop some ass. Hey, Cruz, you know- um, I... MVP and I are very, very close. And he hit me up saying, hey, WWE contacted him about coming back. And it was more for a producer role behind the scenes. He was like, what do you think? And I said, dude, why don't you go for it? And uh, when he posted on his Instagram, he signed his contract. You know, he's been killing it. You know, because, again, it originally was just for some behind-the-scenes stuff, maybe a few MVP lounges. And he's totally stepped up. And I, I wrote back to him. Isn't it funny when you don't want things in life, they kind of just happen. Yeah. And he said, man, I'm having such a great time, but I'm also going for it all in. Yep. So that's something to, for you to watch out for, yep, because if you, you can tell you've seen a different part of him. Uh, and when a man has like literally nothing to lose, that's when a man is, you know, in his best. I agree. But I, I, I look at my, um, and I, I respect everything uh, that MVP has done, but I look at myself as well. And I, I fight for, you know, two young kids as well. And that for me um, makes me a dangerous man, you know, because I, I want to come home to them. I want to make sure that food is on the table for them. And almost everything I do when I bring this title home and they see it, you know, the look in their eyes, they're like, daddy, that's yours. I mean, I, I do not want that feeling to go away. So um, as much respect as I have for MVP, I, enjoy that feeling of uh the appreciation that i get for my kids and I, I know this isn't the only thing that they'll appreciate about me but it means so much to me and going out there fighting for them um that makes me an extremely dangerous man as well apollo is there a side of you to your character or your in-ring ability or anything that we don't know about you yet that you want to bring to the forefront that maybe WWE is not allowing you to do? Like, in a perfect world, what version of Apollo Crews would we be seeing every week? Or are we seeing it every week right now? I I honestly would like to uh, just be, you know, disrespectful, uh, a bad guy or a heel, whatever you want to call it. I I feel like I could – I feel like that helps sometimes um, bring – certain characteristics out of somebody or just helps them become that much better. And I, I could be wrong about it, but I feel like personally that may help me a little bit just with uh, comfort or just uh, going out there talking or whatever it might be, or just helping me helping people see another side of me and not just this guy who can, you know, smile and do cool stuff in the ring. Um, I feel like that would help me tremendously. And I would love, I would love to be able to do that as well. You can, you can do that. As a heel, you can do that as a baby face, but you just have to be able to tell that dude while he's on the ground. I'm not kicking you while you're on the ground because I want to do it. I'm kicking you because one, you deserve it. And two, they want me to. That's what make you a baby face. You still kick his ass like he stole your mama's purse, but you still need to acknowledge the fact that the people are the ones that's behind you. That's where yeah. that's where you the tie meet the road. You need to go out there, and and I'm telling you, man, you can be disrespectful to him. We spoke about I, this uh, before. I remember I remember every single one of our conversations, and I uh, I I 
take it I take it to heart, you know, and I and I truly respect it, and I, and I that's the side that I I know I need to bring out, and that's the side that I'm going to bring out. But just, Apollo, I just got to let you know that about four years ago, uh, you sat in Vince McMahon's chair at gorilla position, and I took a picture of you. I still have that picture. I still have that picture. Um, and if you don't go out there and kick MVP's ass tonight, I'm tweeting Vince and the entire world that picture. So there, how does that for Oh, man, I just got up here and, and – uh, Yes. Hey, just take a seat right here real quick. Let me take this picture. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> You, you know what, though, Apollo? You still have to be you. Like, I understand, like, you know, you know, Mark and Bully, I, I, I totally see where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, you know, you can only be Apollo Crews. You can only be yourself. And, there, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you got championship gold on your shoulder. So you must be doing something right. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. But I feel like, you know, uh, I, it can only get better. You know what I mean? I want to um, – I talk about being the uh, complete uh, superstar, being um, – that guy or whatever it is. And I, and I don't feel like you can ever stop learning no matter what level you get to. So I'm, I'm sucking in everything I can from everywhere. And just the fact that I have uh, people coming to me with advice and stuff makes me show that, you know, they truly want to see me be successful. They truly do care about my success and you don't get that often in life in general. So it's, it's, it's truly grateful. And I'm, I'm truly honored to be able to have that. Apollo, oh, man, the, listen, the, the, uh, I oh, gauge the nation very, very much, especially social media and fans. They have wanted to see this for you because of your talent and ability for a long time. When you won that U.S. championship, everyone was going nuts. I'm talking like Kofi Kingston-wise, Daniel Bryan-wise. You have that it factor. And forget about what the boys think because then we always, we're always all right. <laughs> but once the <laughs> fans jump on it. I, I'm right. just right. <laughs> Once the fans jump on it, man, they see what we're talking about. So right. the future is bright. And, and to to tell you what I've learned, and I'm still doing it 30 years in, Terry Funk taught me every day in this business, you're not learning something is the day you need to get out. So Terry mm-hmm. Funk is still learning. He's still – he watches too. And, and, dude, I look forward to tonight and many more moments for you. Dreamer, I appreciate that. Thank hey, you. Paolo. Yes, Every time that MVP put his hand on you, you think about him taking money out your kid's mouth. Because that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. We want to see you unleash. That's the word I was trying to that say. I love it. I love <laughs> Apollo. I want to see Monster. you unleashed. Slapping shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo. And Apollo, wait before you go. U.S. title and hit uh, my favorite total diva, Mark Carano, the stooge, right in the PP. I when love, you- I love Mark I Carano. Mark Carano is one of the greats. Apollo, thank you so much for the time. Good luck tonight. We hope you win and defend that United States championship. Awesome talking to Apollo. Thank you for Cruz. 
Hey everyone, this is Nicole Auerbach and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The guests just keep on coming. It was great hearing from the big show. Great hearing from Apollo Cruz. But let's bring in now a legend who is still doing it at a tremendous level. One of the most beautiful women in the world. And my wife is jealous because my wife only has three cats and she hasn't caught up yet to the legendary Natalia. Natalia, how are you today? Great. Can you guys hear me? We hear you. Good. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. No, thanks for coming on. And like when you get to this time of year, when it's SummerSlam, like what are your feelings like? Is it kind of similar to what it's like come WrestleMania? SummerSlam is my favorite WWE event of the year. I think the Hart family really owns SummerSlam. You think of some of the most iconic SummerSlam moments and you think about Bret Hart. You think about the British Bulldog. You think about so many epic matches that the Hart family has had, including myself, you know, last year facing off against Becky Lynch at SummerSlam in Canada. It was, you know, for the, for the Raw Women's Championship. It was one of the highlights of my career. I love that match. I love my opponent. Um, I love the story. And I feel like SummerSlam sometimes gets over, overshadowed in the sense that, you know, you have WrestleMania prior to that but wrestlemania can be so big and so grand that we it's almost overwhelming SummerSlam is a chance for us to really dig deep into these stories and i think this year's SummerSlam is going to be epic i think so too natty natty i'm gonna show you my cat (laughs) (laughs) natty mark has been drinking a little bit so uh, oh my gosh he's having tequila we're trying to settle his tea kettle real uh (laughs) you ready you ready natty i'm ready Oh, that is, that is not what a cat. A that's a lion. That's a, <laughs> what that's that? a different looking. Is that really your cat, Mark? No. <laughs> you didn't get that cat. Mark is showing the biggest uh, cat in the, on the face of the earth, which I don't think is actually real. But, it's yeah. real. No, it's real. It's just that. not mine. Yeah. But if I was going to ever get a cat, <laughs> that's the one. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Natty, it's so funny you say about the hearts synonymous with uh, SummerSlam. Uh, last week's show going into SummerSlam, we put out there, who's the MVP or who do you think of most when you think of SummerSlam? And everyone said Bret Hart and for the matches that he had. And if you watch, like, for him, you saw his starting from his tags to his singles and then, you know, all the stuff with the Intercontinental title and the heavyweight title. You just you saw his rise each and every year. Uh, stealing the show Uh, for you tonight. Who do you think will steal the show? Um, I mean, that's, it's, it's hard to say. I feel like, I feel like we've been seeing a lot of WWE talent gaining momentum during this pandemic, because it's almost like it's there. It's been the last three months has been a buildup to now for, for talent like Sasha Banks and like Bailey to really hit their stride. I never saw this Sasha a year ago. And I was talking about this actually with my husband, who's, you know, you guys know him, TJ, Tyson Kidd, but he's like, I feel like TJ is like a wrestling expert. I feel like he's a wrestling connoisseur. And he said the same thing. He said, 
stepping back now as a producer, he feels like talent, like, and I'm, I'm talking, you know, I guess, you know, I'm a girl, so I'm gonna always support the women, but totally objectively, I mean, Sasha and Bailey have never been better. And obviously Oscar's amazing, but I feel like the girls tonight have a chance to steal the show. And you also shifting momentum to, um, Sonia and Mandy, you know, you think about everything in a in a real sense, what they went through a week ago, but their story is so compelling and they've, they've really pulled us in with the story. You can't have a great match without a great story. So I think the girls this year have these strong stories. They've gained momentum. They found themselves during this pandemic and they're going to be able to highlight that this year at SummerSlam. But Maddie, we've said that on Busted Open all year, even before the pandemic hit. Dave was talking about Charlotte being head and shoulders above. Bully said that's bullshit. Me and Tommy, we we both were like, listen, it's closer than you think. Me and Tommy were in the middle of the road. We're the, it's, it's closer than you think. The conversation, it's a, it just matters who gets the shot. Right. Who do you pick to, to wrap the story around? And from Charlotte, and Becky and Oscar and Bailey and Sasha, I'm talking about it's it's not feet away, it's inches away to where you have a Natty and you have you know, a Naomi I, and you have all of the other women that are, are on the WWE rosters. I, I the, the, when I'm thinking, it's not coming to me fast enough. No, but Mark, this is my thing. I agree with you on that. When I look at great superstars, when I think of greatness, when I think of great moments at SummerSlam, when I think of great moments in WWE, I think about the story and I think about what, the way those those superstars made me feel. But I also think about the superstars, the men and the women that give back, that give back to the division. This past three months. I've watched even in their characters, because I know they're playing the roles of heels right now, but Sasha and Bailey have given back a lot in this division. I look for talent, men and women that give back. I watched uh, Adam Cole and Pat McAfee last night on TakeOver. Yeah, and I, what, what stood out to me was the way that Adam Cole elevated, elevated NXT. He elevated that match by giving back and letting Pat McAfee shine. And so that's when I look at greatness, I think about Bret Hart the way that Bret Hart was able to elevate any person that was in the ring with him so that he was not only great, but his opponent was great. That is how I measure greatness. And I want to see more women in our division understand and wrap their head around. It's not just about you being great. It's about who you're in there with being great. How do we build the division? How do we grow our division so that we've got Bianca shining? We've got Asuka shining. We've got Natty shining, Naomi shining, Ruby shining, Liv shining, not just one or two girls shining. I want to see the whole division shine. Because when you I only want a have show. 20 women, when you Can we get an all women show? Can we get an all women show? show. I mean, it's too many. It's too many another. good. Yeah. We need another, we need a whole nother show. But, of but all women. There's not enough room for anyone. I'm not girl saying you can't have a male rep. To be a, a jobber or an enhancement talent. I want to see every girl shine, not just one girl shine. And that's where I really look at Sasha and Bailey this past year. And I go, I know they're my competition, but you know what? When I watched Sasha Banks face EO on NXT, that match was badass. That match not only was yep. badass, it did numbers. 
Yeah. So I go, wow, Sasha is giving back. This year, she is stepping up, stepping out, and giving back. And that is what we need. Natty, is there a, I'm sorry, Dave, is there a match or a person you still are looking to have? Oh, you know I want to kick Bailey's ass. I mean, I haven't faced Bailey in a one-on-one match the entire time I've been in WWE. I have not been in a single is that, match. Is that true? Bailey. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, well, we got to make that happen. Yeah. Bailey, that's crazy. And Bailey has really hit her stride right now as, as, as a competitor, especially as, you know, having that championship for so long. But it's going to take somebody like me to knock her on her ass. And I plan on doing that. <laughs> I Just letting you know, Mark. Settle your teeth. I cannot believe that y'all haven't touched. I know. I, I'm I going to the Twitter the machine right now and pe- tweeting that. And for all the people on Twitter, I'm done. You're I'm not, not drinking, drinking no more. People are like, quit. Do your lips go down? The sweat like, can roll you feel, off of your brow. Can you feel brow, your Mark. face? Like, like around my lips, like it's numb. <laughs> You know oh what? God. You're not going to drink like no more, but I'm going to the it. bottle right now. I'm no, doing a shot at Terramana for don't the entire part. Hart family. This is there for Stu Hart in yes, the, in the big the Texan heart. steakhouse in Amarillo, Texas, when he stretched me under the table and he was eating an ostrich burger and he had pieces of ostrich meat <laughs> coming out of his mouth. He tried on me, because, too. Because he couldn't chew it all. And he went, eh, you're a big strapping fella. This one is for <laughs> Stu Hart. There we go. You know, Bully, I, I love I, I live I live for Bully's tweets because I feel like, I said this to TJ, I'm like, you always tell it like it is. That's why I love Busted Open Radio. You get you get all these different perspectives, but you also, I'm not going to get bullshit. I want to hear, I'm, I want to hear I'm the I'm telling truth. my Stu story great. too, Natty. I'm telling my Stu story too. Tell your Stu story. Well, you, like, was we, probably, you was oh, probably she, eight or nine years old. Over and you shut it. And you and TJ, TJ been around a long time, y'all. He been around a long, long, since they was little kids. And I watched, I watched Stu make TJ's elbows touch. (laughs) Oh my, I, I think I remember this. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.